There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. Hello, hello. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hope you're doing well. Today on the podcast, I'm talking about some of the key things that I've learned about anxiety. From the last 11 years working as a hypnotherapist and coach, and also my own personal experience and talking to thousands of people at this point about their anxiety. Before we get into that, I want to let you know that I'm running a free masterclass on how to heal your anxiety and be your calmest self. I'm going to be sharing my three-step framework for helping people to overcome that anxiety and become calmer and happier. I'm going to be sharing the biggest limiting belief that is keeping you stuck and how you can shift it. The key thing that most people don't realize about anxiety, and when you realize this, it it really does change everything, how to get to the root of anxiety once and for all. Plus, in this free masterclass, you'll experience a live and powerful hypnotherapy session to reprogram your unconscious mind, to get your unconscious mind on board for making positive changes, for feeling calmer, being more present, being more fully yourself. So I'd love you to come and join us. You can join us live. You can visit my website, karma-u.com forward slash anxiety to save your space. So that website again, it's karma, C-A-L-M-E-R hyphen is that little dash in between and then you.com forward slash anxiety. And I can't wait to see you there. So let's get into the episode today. It's a solo episode, you might have guessed, where I'm just going to be sharing, yeah, the, the most important things that I've learned about anxiety over the years. And first of all, I want to say the thing about anxiety is that it is very treatable. I think it's really easy to get yourself when you're struggling into thinking that you'll always be this way, or you're just an anxious person, or you've tried everything and nothing has worked for you. But anxiety is one of those things that is so treatable. If we find the right approaches, if we keep coming back to the things that are helpful, if we can really get to the root of things. So 
I hope you know that by even just listening to this podcast and, and, you know, doing the things that you're doing, trying the things, whether that's therapy, whether that's coming and working with me in some capacity, I hope you know that it is going to pay off and I'm sure you're going to see progress. But yeah, be very mindful <laughs> that you're not telling yourself that it's, that it's impossible to change. This belief that we can't change can can very often keep us stuck and it can stop us from trying things. And yet, I want you to remember anxiety is very treatable. So there was a, there was a famous saying, <laughs> it was Carl Jung that said very famously, what you resist persists. So I really think this is true when it comes to anxiety. When we fight against how we're feeling, when we are in an internal battle with ourselves, making ourselves wrong for how we're feeling or resisting the feelings of panic, worry, tension, we can often make it worse. And so I encourage my clients instead to float with anxiety instead of fighting against it. And that really means to accept the feelings. And, and you know, accepting the feelings doesn't mean that we're, we're okay with having anxiety and that we're like, we're happy about it. It's a shift in our energy that means that we're not battling against it. Instead of tensing up and fighting against the feelings of anxiety that we might be having, we're instead allowing anxiety to be there. And a really interesting thing happens when we, when we accept something, it can start to change all by itself. So here's another thing that I have learned about anxiety and, you know, looking at both myself and the type of clients that I very often work with, it's very often women, of course, men experience anxiety as well, but I tend to just work with women. I see lots of women who are stuck in a cycle of perfectionism, self-criticism, and then procrastinating, putting things off or avoiding things. And they pile so much pressure on themselves and then feel paralyzed by a fear of failure. And they actually end up not moving forwards and not taking action on things as a result of that fear of failure and that kind of analysis paralysis. The thing that counteracts this, the thing that is so hard to do, but that makes such a big difference is learning to be kinder to yourself. It is such a simple thing. And it's something that you've heard so many times before, no doubt, but it really is one of the most important first steps to overcoming anxiety. Who responds well to being bullied? No one. You know, we have this idea in our culture that we need to give ourselves a hard time and put pressure on ourselves and tell ourselves off and make ourselves wrong. That doesn't actually work. That, that saps your motivation, makes you less likely to try things less likely to feel resilient and resourceful. So instead, come back to this idea of being kind to yourself, no matter what, speaking to yourself as you would a friend, asking yourself several times a day, what would I say to a friend who was in this situation? Or what would I say to a friend who was feeling the way that I do now? And this kind of links to another thing that I really noticed about anxiety. It's that it can often spring from a sense that we are not good enough, that we're not smart enough, we're not beautiful enough, we're not thin enough, we're not funny enough, intelligent. And when we're in this mindset of not enoughness, it almost doesn't matter. You could be Beyonce or the most intelligent person in your company, 
But if you are experiencing this sense of not being good enough, it's like it's never enough. And you're constantly putting the bar higher and higher and it, and it just is never enough. So what we want to be doing is really focusing on that sense of not being good enough. That's what we're working on. We're not trying to pressure ourselves and push ourselves to do better and be better and lose weight and you know change the way that we look. Those external things, you know, there maybe is a place for them sometimes, but everything, you know, like this is an inside job. And if we want to really make a change, it's got to be from the inside out. So I want to just invite you to become really aware of that voice inside your head that is criticizing you, that's telling you that you're not good enough. And I want to just invite you to take that voice less seriously, to have a sense that you can acknowledge that thought. You know, I sort of say to people, say to that thought, thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. But we don't need to believe it because our thoughts are not facts. We don't need to take action on it. We don't need to ruminate on it. We just accept that that thought's there, say thanks for sharing. And remember that just because we're having a thought doesn't mean that it's a fact. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Now, I first heard about Athletic Greens and their supplement AG1 years and years ago from the podcaster Tim Ferriss. And he is someone who Aidan and I massively look up to. And basically, if Tim says something's good, we are compelled to check it out. I was taking AG1 every day in the lead up to becoming pregnant. And Aidan also takes it every day. And we absolutely love it. It doesn't taste like a super healthy green drink. It actually tastes really good, almost a bit like pineapple. It's got kind of a tropical taste that I actually look forward to in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus and healthy aging. Basically all the things. And the way I take it is to have one scoop mixed with water first thing in the morning to set myself on a good path for the day. It's also like an insurance policy. If I'm not able to eat as well that day or I'm traveling, I know that I'm getting everything that I need from AG1. Now, Athletic Greens has over 70,000 five-star reviews and it's trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash karma you. And karma you is all in capitals, C-A-L-M-E-R-Y-O-U. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash karma you to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The next thing that's really important to remember about anxiety is that our emotions are there for a reason. You know, anxiety is a sign that something has gone wrong and it's a sign to pay attention to something. It's a, it's a signpost letting you know something needs to change, something needs to be learned, something needs to be let go of. So we can think about anxiety instead of being this kind of annoying thing that's 
trying to sabotage our every move, can we actually think about anxiety as being a friend that is trying to get us to pay attention? It's trying to get us to make a change or pay more attention to ourselves or slow down. And so I wonder what your anxiety could be trying to teach you. You know, what is this showing up in your life to say? Doing this, just having this shift in our perspective means that we can tune in and listen to ourselves. We can be motivated to take action because we realize that it's our bodies and our minds sending us a message to do something differently. So ask yourself, what could this anxiety be trying to teach me? Is it trying to get me to make a change somehow? Is it about healing the past? Is it about learning to take care of yourself more, learning to love yourself, to slow down? Really getting curious with yourself about that question. I guess that kind of leads me on to the next thing, which is around how with anxiety, it can be really tempting. <laughs> I don't know if tempting is the right word, but it can. it's really common basically to just steam on ahead, to get our heads down, to think, right, I'm just got to get through this busy period and then I'll you know, feel better. You know, we can spend our whole lives doing that, you know, telling ourselves that, you know, next year things will be easier and I won't feel so anxious. And actually the problem with anxiety is that it's crying out for our attention right now. And anxiety is one of those things that unfortunately, if we don't do something about it, it can only get worse. It's not really, you know, it might be that your situation improves and the anxiety goes away, but quite often anxiety is it, it runs deeper than that. It's to do with the way that you think about things and how your body responds to situations. And, you know, I know people who, you know, they move jobs thinking that their job was causing their anxiety and yet the anxiety follows them. They get into a new relationship thinking that it was their old relationship that was, you know, causing the anxiety and, and yet, yet there it is again, rearing its ugly head. So my advice to you is to make this your priority now. Don't put it off. Don't think that things are going to get better without you making any changes because unfortunately that isn't often the case. How can you start to put peace of mind as your priority now? How can you start to address things now and make things better in your life and take better care of yourself now? The next thing that I really learned, and this kind of relates to what I see a lot and something I've really struggled with myself in the past, which is a fear of public speaking, or this could also apply to social anxiety or any kind of like performance anxiety. Now it's much easier to reframe an emotion than it is to change it. And excitement and anxiety are very closely linked in terms of the physiological response. So both of these things have you may have butterflies, sweating, your heart may be going faster, a bit of extra adrenaline. And they've found in, in uh, studies that when people tell themselves that they're excited, whenever they notice anxiety, for example, before a presentation or before going to a social event, that they actually handle it much better than if they try to calm themselves down. So if you relate to this, try to reframe those feelings of anxiety as excitement could be a much better strategy than trying to calm yourself down. So how could you tell yourself that that Zoom meeting is exciting or that going to meet new people is actually a great opportunity and something to feel excited about rather than something to be afraid of? 
And this one comes down to just what you're telling yourself, you know, the story that you're telling yourself about that situation and choosing to interpret the sensations as excitement instead of anxiety. And so this is the last thing I'm going to share today about things that I learned about anxiety. And this one, I just, yeah, I often think I wish this wasn't true. I wish it didn't have to be this way. No one really wants to be told that the way to overcome a fear is to face the fear because that sucks, frankly. (laughs) Frankly, No one wants to do the thing they're scared to do, but it is the best way to overcome a fear. You know, when I'm working with somebody, we address things on both levels. So we will work with the subconscious using hypnotherapy and different tools from NLP and coaching to help with the mindset, to help your nervous system to feel calmer, to help your subconscious mind to shift its perspective and let go of the old programs. But the other side of the coin is that we also have to take some action as well. You are not going to overcome a fear just by sitting at home on your own, if that fear involves, you know, going places and speaking to people. I have a saying, fear shrinks when you walk towards it. It's kind of like, (laughs) kind of like a shadow, you know, from certain angles, your shadow can seem really massive. And then you walk towards your own shadow and the shadow starts to get smaller. It's kind of like that with fear. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean if you've got a fear of heights that you have to then jump out of a plane, but think about a small way that you can challenge yourself. Because when you do something that you're a bit scared of and you don't die, this sends a really powerful message to your subconscious, to your nervous system, that it's not in fact a life or death situation, that you can survive, that you can cope, And it gets easier the next time that you do it. That fear response is dialed down the next time that you do it. So whether it's speaking in public, whether it's trying kind of some kind of sport, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's, you know, meeting new people, take baby steps towards it and watch your anxiety shrink. And I'm going to be talking more about fears of public speaking soon in the future. I've had tons of requests recently. I used to see a lot more one-to-one clients. I only see a handful of one-to-one clients now, but in the past, probably 50% of my clients were for public speaking anxiety. So I got quite a bit of experience in this area, have struggled with it myself in the past and love supporting other people. So If that is something that you need support with, then stay tuned because I'm going to be talking a bit more about this in the coming weeks on Instagram and over on my newsletter. So I hope this has been helpful. I'd love to hear from you. What is the most important thing that you've learned about anxiety? Send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear what you're taking away from this episode as well. And don't forget, you can join my free Anxiety Masterclass. It's happening very soon register the links in the show notes so you can head over to karma-u.com forward slash anxiety and yeah i'd love to speak to you soon sending you lots of love and yeah take care
You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Brotheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmayou.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.